0: N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash W-T-F.
1: Lock the gate!
0: All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. Welcome to it. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, It's here. Happy Thanksgiving. How are you? Are you okay? Is it it all right? Did you get stuck in the snow? Is everything snowed in? Is it cozy at the house? Is it horrible at the house? Is there chaos at the house? Is somebody already drinking? Is somebody already drunk? Is somebody already yelling? Did somebody fuck up the potatoes? What's going on there? What's going on in there? I've got to go outside. I've got to get out. I recommend this every Thanksgiving. Look, this might be the time. If you just turn this on and you're in the house and it's it's after dinner or maybe it's before dinner, whatever's going on for you right now, maybe it's time to take a walk, even if it's snowing. Take the dog. Put your boots on. Did you bring the boots? No? Is there any at the house? Uh, put the, 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 the warm sweater, the warm shirt. I wish I, there was part of me. I'm in Florida. I'm on the 28th floor. I'm looking out at the ocean. I, I got an ocean view. This is, this is what I need to do for myself now that I can afford to do it as, as opposed to sleep at my mother's house. It's great. My point when I got into this was that I kind of wish I was someplace cold so I could wear the hat and the gloves and the scarf and the three shirts and the sweater and the jacket and the boots, and maybe some long johns. Maybe there's a stove involved. All I'm saying, God damn it, for your own sanity, get out of the house. Take a walk, take a breath. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do about them. They're not going to change their mind. They're fucked up. They've brain fucked themselves on purpose, and it's the deed is done. Just do me a favor. Like, no matter how pissed off you are or how frustrated you are how sad you are or how depressed you are. Look, if you're home, if you're alone on Thanksgiving, just be grateful, you know? I mean, don't get all, you know, depressed. Oh, my God. Just have an easy, nice meal. I mean, the Irishman's on Netflix, I think, uh, as of yesterday. And, you know, don't make a phone call. Text a friend, but don't freak out. There's nothing wrong with being alone on Thanksgiving. Consider it a reprieve, a gift. But look, Keith Wager is on the show. Now, Keith Wager, there's no way you would know him. He's a guy I know from The Secret uh, Society. I've known him for years. He's a funny guy, nice guy, deep guy, been through some shit. He's got a podcast out. And, you know, he wanted me to be on it. I have not been on it because I don't think I'm, I'm, I do not think it got fucked up enough for me to be on it. His podcast is called It's All Bad. And it's basically these guys... Keith's been sober a long time. Uh you know, he did jail time, he did a lot of crank, and now he's actually in show business and he works in wardrobe. It's a very weird arc. But it was a great story. But him and his buddies, a lot of them ex-jail guys, put this podcast together where they just sit around and tell these horrendous dark stories and laugh almost all the way through it. Just like the it, it's almost like a celebration of of the darkest impulses you know with a certain amount of humility around it for surviving them and also most of the the guys on the show are sober but uh but Keith he'd been sort of asking me to 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 be on and I said you just come on mine we'll promote it and I haven't been on his because frankly I just don't know that I got fucked up enough to be honored with that anyway back to the thing look there's one thing I think we got to keep in mind. You take a breath, all right? Look, I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at my mother's, you know, and many of you have been down here with me for years. We've done this. I do all the cooking. My brother flew in with his kid. So my brother and his kid are here, and he's working over at my mom's house. I'm here doing this. And so we're, we're reconnecting. I, I think that it's important to reconnect with the family members that you don't see very much that you should reconnect with me and my brother. You sort of made it a point to 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 be closer recently, and I think that is important, especially if you're getting old. And the, and telling you the 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 family members that get your goat that are politically wrong-minded that are uh, you know dangerous or evil people that are active alcoholics that are fucking active rageaholics that are you know that the, the consistency of the misery that uh, that unfolds every year if you're still in it, you know, figure out a way you know, to detach from it. And, you know, there's nothing. This is this is really uh, this is really the time. This these couple next couple days where you're encouraged to eat your feelings. I know it's about gratitude and, you know, whatever the history of Thanksgiving is, that's, you know, whatever that is, what whatever your family does. I think one of the reasons why we all sort of get through it is because you go back. You're with family that drives you crazy. This is the day you eat your feelings. Eat them. Eat them all. Just like, you know, pie yourself to death, stuffing yourself to death. You know, or you know what? Actually, this year, I'm going to tell you something. I encourage actively getting into it with your politically wrong minded family. Just get into it. Fuck it. Because if you think about it, this might be the death throes between now and next Thanksgiving or just shy next Thanksgiving. The democratic experiment could be over. So depending what happens early November next year, next Thanksgiving, we could be in a strongman world and a, a relatively authoritarian American experiment as that unfolds because of the voluntarily brain fucked people who have chosen to, uh, to close their minds off to any barometer of truth or fact um, for team sports uh, in the name of uh, minority rule and almost complete corruption. So this might be it. This might be the last Thanksgiving in whether it's illusory or not or whether it's partial or not of of a, a of a relatively tolerant America. This might be it forever. So, you know, keep that in mind when you're being grateful for stuff and whether you and when you're detaching politically. Maybe it might, it might be maybe it might be time to die on that hill this Thanksgiving and just fucking give it to him, give it to him or take a walk, take a walk. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm, either way, either way, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. So here's what's going on in my world. I almost did not leave my house in L.A. to come here because Fonda was sick. So now I've been really monitoring her. My buddy Frank, who works for me, he's going over there, he's staying with her making sure she eats and eats and eats and hopefully she'll survive until I get home on Saturday and then I'll start doing the uh, subcutaneous fluids twice a week as sort of a makeshift dialysis and see if I can keep her around for a while. But I'm just shy of FaceTiming my cat. I'm like, it, it almost happened. My mother said, maybe you should FaceTime LaFonda. And I said, maybe that's a good idea. But then I'm like, am I gonna ask Frank you you know, to to, uh, you, to let me use his phone to FaceTime my cat? You know what? I might. All right, so that's happening. I'm a little more tolerant. I don't know why I'm feeling chipper this Thanksgiving, but I think between us, between me and you, I mean, she'll find out, obviously, she's going to listen to this, but... So anyways, I don't know. You guys, some of you guys know my relationship with my mother. Well, you know, it's a, very, it's a very difficult one around the issue of food and weight. You know, I was brought up by a, a mother whose most important priority in life is to maintain a weight of 116 pounds for an entire life. That's that's her been her goal, and she's achieved it. But you know, there's a lot of pressure. I was brought up by uh, a functioning anorexic mother, and uh, she she's, she'll own that. So I, you know, my body image issues are ridiculous and fucking paralyzing and stupid. I happen to be in pretty good shape right now, but every time I get down here, I never feel like it's quite good enough. But kind of miracles happen, you guys, and it's like a cloud is lifted. Is that my mother? between us, apparently put on a few pounds and she's having a hard time losing them. Now, that means that she can't take the higher ground because she's in it with us now. She's like, you know, kind of struggling with with the fight. You know, there's no condescension, there's no judgment because, um, you know, she's not in her fighting weight and it's weighing on her, but it's giving me and my brother a reprieve. Also, my mom's boyfriend seems to become less annoying to me which is nice because, like, I, I assume I'll snap today. I started cooking yesterday, so I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm trying a couple new things because there's a couple vegan people. I did the mashed potatoes with just olive oil and garlic, salt, and pepper. I made, uh, instead of yams, I made uh, kabocha squash in pieces with coconut oil and the garam masala, roasted Brussels sprouts, no meat, olive oil. I might uh, burn some uh, string beans. And then uh, the the classic stuffing, which is definitely not vegan, and uh, the the bird, it's all going. It's all going. I think it's going to work out. But my mom's boyfriend John, maybe it's because it got back to him that I compared him to my father, and I think that stuck in his craw. So he's in is strangely kind of chipper and behaving. But also they get older, you know, and they. I'm telling. I brought this up to you last year. It gets to a point where they've got about five or six stories that they tell over and over again, or they just react to things for a second, or they just kind of go blank for a little while. But uh, he's taken it upon himself to see, he tags everything now with the phrase, it was a different time. It was a different time. No matter what he's saying, you know, like we used to go to Patty's on uh, New York and uh, everybody was there. It was a different time. Yeah, you know, there on the on the west side of of, of New York, uh, there used to be a Jewish deli and a Chinese restaurant in every corner. It's a different time, but like it's over and over again. It was a different time. It was a different time. like literally with things like you know we would walk across the street when the light turned green. But it's a different time. It's a different time. We had a bagel that you toasted, you put butter or cream cheese on it. But that you know it was a different time then. It's not like that now. We used to go to the toilet on you know you'd sit and you'd go to the bathroom. And then you would use toilet paper. But that was then. This is a different time. It was a different time. Everything was a different time. It's okay. It's all right. As long as he's not driving everybody crazy, I'm good. Just remember, this could be the last Thanksgiving in a democratic America. So enjoy it. Fucking eat that pie. Fucking eat that ice cream. Fucking eat that stuffing. Fuck it. Fucking give it to your fucking relatives that are fucking brainwashed, angry, you know what I'm saying. This might be it. The last free Thanksgiving. We'll see. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. Love to uh, the kids, to your folks, to your brothers and sisters, to your parents, to your grandparents, and to great-great-grandma. All right? Now, let's uh, talk to Keith Wager. The podcast is called it's all bad. It's a good story. It's a good story about jail, crystal meth, crank, and uh, show business a little bit. It's good. It's a good Thanksgiving story. The Jerry that Keith and I are referring to a few times is our mutual friend, uh, Jerry Stahl, uh, the author of uh, Permanent Midnight and several other books, who's a good friend of ours. And I just didn't want you to be out of the loop. I didn't want you to be out of the loop. All right? All right. wherever you get your podcasts see this is the thing is like I know you from you're open about yeah 100%. I am too and I got one of these I'm open about the secret society yeah I got one of these emails the other day about a guy telling me to shut the fuck up because of the tradition right and I'm yeah. like You know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the six, like you old timers, I called them an originalist. I'm like, it's like the Constitution. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm glad you're abiding by all that shit. Yeah. But the success rate of AA is not at the level where we can just say, like, hey, you know what I mean? Let's not tell people it exists.
2: It's up for debate. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? I have a thing at work all the time I do. I won't, I would never do. I mean, like, you know, with you or somebody, people I know who are cool with it, like, I'm fine, but I'm at work, I tell, you know, like, people start, and I go, listen, you know, I've been fucking sober a long time because I have had several, you know, instances, especially at work, where people are like, literally call me and like, hey, remember what we were talking about that day? You know, like, <laughs> my husband's fucking, like, you know, yeah. shitting his pants. Oh, right. <laughs> sleeping in the fucking <laughs> patio. You know what I mean? I'm like... But I like in a weird way. I'm carrying the message of the shit shit in his pants. Dude. Yeah, of course so I'm you open are. about it. Yeah.
0: No, but that's the thing. Is like I don't talk like I. From my understanding of that tradition, it's really about you know you're not supposed to be a representative. Their concern right. was people would be seen as representatives of the program, and if they relapse, then people are going to lose faith in the program. Yeah. So let them find it by other means. Yeah. And I'm always very clear. Like I don't represent the program. There's many ways to get sober. This is how I got sober. And the more I talk about it, I get like three, four, five emails a week from people who are literally like, "You saved my fucking life, right? I, you know, I found a meeting, and it's like." So I'm. St- I started to. Here's here's my fucking alcoholic brain though. Like that guy who wrote me that letter, I yeah. went back and forth with him. I'm like, <laughs> I disagree, man, and I, I explained it, and now it's like I'm so fucking resentful of
1: yeah.
0: him. I'm. You yeah. won I'm for- the war. I'm yeah. forwarding the emails I get that. <laughs> That say thank you. I found AA yeah. because of you. I'm like, and I'm just gonna keep forwarding them to yeah. that guy. Does this sound bad to you? Because yeah. like wh- he asked me, like I said, I defended, you know, some, you know, talking about AA publicly, and he goes, "What if you're wrong?" And then I'm like, "What does that mean?" Like, and I say, "Maybe I'll relapse and die, <laughs> but I still have these things." Right. But like, how did you? Like, I've seen you in meetings for years. Yeah. Initially, I was frightened of you. And that passed. Yeah. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> I think we carried a couple of laughs. I think that was you like, oh, All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Totally but with then, me and Jerry as well. You know, I'm like. Jerry. I, your buddy, Jerry. Yeah. Saw, yeah. I you know, saw him like, last night. Yeah. Dudes that are Alan McDonnell. Dudes that I can really connect with. Because mm-hmm. I have like. I'll tell you the thing I find is like. Because you're like me. You enjoy laughing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Alan likes to laugh. You know. And Jerry. Alan pretty, McDonald. Yeah. 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 But like Jerry, for instance, or, you know, Mike, yeah. you've had on the show, but. Jerry, he, like he's like tough laugh he is but you can you get, get him can. and I can get him and I'm like and there's a great joy because oh, I think yeah. he's one of the great writers he's great. in this town oh, and yeah. I'm like a guy that dark there's something fucking magical about oh, making yeah, him yeah. laugh sure, I, exactly. I also think I, you know I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I think you and I have an easier time because we laugh our way through it sure yeah the people that are always serious about it yeah. and not you know everything's a fucking dilemma oh, what the program you mean? Yeah, just, yeah we'll just try yeah. and not yeah. to yeah. drink or use yeah yeah those people are the ones who end up, and I'm like, I know how to be miserable. You yeah, know what I mean? Especially sure. usually with a bag of crank and a dirty Taco Bell bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, yeah. yeah. but I think that's, yeah. But so I, there was
0: a, a crew there where I was always very intimidated. Even Jerry, before we became friends, I'm yeah. like, these guys are heavy, man. These guys yeah. are hardcore dudes. You know, there's that other dude that you, you used to hang around. I didn't see him much. That guy, what was his name? Todd? Yeah. Like that, you know, he would tell stories about like fucking jail, and I'd be like, what the fuck? But I think it's- Here's- it took me a while to appreciate <laughs> no. it though. I just felt like I wasn't I almost there was a period there where I'm like I am not man enough.
2: Right. But you have to the- look at our what about our side of it? Like yeah. this dude's a writer, this dude's a stand-up comic. Yeah. So the the difference is like <laughs> you guys had jobs and we were on the other side going like holy fuck, like that dude did that and still <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that guy was writing on these TV shows and still <laughs> fucked it up and we all end up in the same place. So yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 all relative, you know, it's just these different because Todd and I are from Pretty far east of Los Angeles, you know, and, and you know, the more deserty it gets, the darker it gets. Is that but, true? I, I know like the, like, uh, yeah, like uh, Desert Hot Springs. Exactly. That's, all that shit. Where are you from? I'm from Covina, but which is just on the way out there, but it's also like the home to the Church of the Crystal Methodist. It's like when, when people started making speed, you know, yeah. all this shit. Uh, no, I don't know. In like 89 or 90 is when people... In the eighties, like up into the eighties, that's the like, biker crank days that that yeah towards the end of the biker, yeah, it is the same thing, but a bunch of people started making it as yeah. opposed to just the bikers up till about nineteen ninety, yeah, so everybody was making it, so in turn you have like it was it's really fucked up, I mean, it devastated everywhere
0: out there, yeah, but yeah. like it devastated it in the same way like not in the same way dope did or or well, opioids, no because no. people are up and doing things,
2: yeah. But- <laughs> People are like, there's a lot of houses getting cleaned and carburetors getting rebuilt. And you don't die from speed, you know, unless you, like, fall asleep at the wheel or something. But things start falling out. Yeah, <laughs> <The> teeth. <laughs> Your hair. Yeah, hair. Uh, one time I was at, I went to this house, I knocked on the, dude, our friend's girlfriend called yeah. crying. It's, d- drugs are fucked up. When, it's how, like, what age is this? I was probably 22, and I'm in Covina, and this dude yeah. lived in San Dimas next, but it's like three in the morning, his yeah. girlfriend pages us. It was that long ago. I you got to come help. She's crying and shit. I'm thinking like dude's dying or yeah. something. So we run out there and he's in the, fr- it's two or three in the morning. He's got a lawnmower with mag lights taped to it. And he's yeah. trying to start it to mow the lawn in the middle of the night, Yeah, you know, two or three. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And finally he gets it started. Him and the neighbor, the neighbor came out. <laughs> they're both And jacked. helped him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he starts mowing the lawn. She's crying because he's blowing it. Yeah. And I start talking to that dude, me and my friend Matt. And I swear to you, Mark, he's like, <laughs> he turns and he starts saying something and just like slow motion a tooth flies out of his mouth at us and we were like both of us like whoa like dodging the tooth you know and like and then you know the three of us are looking for the tooth he put he kind of sticks it back in there and then finds like a piece of gum and it was a fucking nightmare i swear (laughs) well this is like these are the stories on that podcast that's the funny
0: thing about the pot what is it's all bad it's all bad yeah like i listen to the first few and i'm like it's like it's like stories in AA without the shame yeah. or 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 apology or I fucked up part. It's just like yeah. dudes celebrating the worst fucking stories about jail and drugs yeah. without any sort of like, did you do the wrong thing? No, man, we didn't get caught. <laughs> we're good. It's funny. It's I wonder because I wonder like I didn't know it, like when you were asking me to help you out or promote it. I was like I don't know how to push it to people because I and I don't think it necessarily. I wonder about the kind of humor that we have from being in those rooms. Yeah. You know, we'll translate to regular humans. people. <laughs> humans. Yeah. <laughs> to humans. You know, the decent people with a fucking full range of ethical behavior. I, I think it does,
2: <laughs> not to everyone. You know what I mean? Like, my, I've told my mom, like, don't listen to it. You know, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, but I do think. I think it's kind of like What you were talking about The opiates I'm watching You know I've been watching So many people die The last few years Because of the opiate Like
0: people who you know Who come in and go yeah, out come Yeah come in yeah. and go
2: out But I'm like but So I think the stories are good Just because like None of those stories Ever end on a high note Right You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I wish it was like yeah. Hey I was smoking speed And I ended up on fucking Glow with Mark Maron That didn't fucking happen You know what I mean <laughs> like right. right. on a yeah. yacht with p it's, Diddy, yep. none of that happened. it's not painting it in a in a romantic it's not romanticized no because at the end of every one of those sort of thing i'm like fuck we are broke like can't put a down payment on a donut broke. yeah 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 you know you're i really think i listened mean. to
0: the one where you thought the guy was dead and you left him
2: yeah Something,
0: or i don't know who it was was that <laughs> Anton. You? oh yeah yeah and and then he showed he didn't die he, but, no. <laughs> but, but the fucked up thing is like y'all got y'all decided it was he, they
2: decided it was the right thing to yeah. get out <laughs> to get him out yeah it was fucked up yeah but I mean I think that's kind of a lesson learned like to these young dudes doing dope like it's every man for himself when you go out well
0: that's always the, that's the fucking the, the scariest thing about knowing you know dudes who I've known who have OD'd is like you know there was at least two other people in that room
2: <laughs> <laughs> right it's not funny but it's true yeah it's so true it's true like yeah. as soon
0: as someone turns blue people are like I don't know,
2: I don't know. how will he you know this guy <laughs>
0: Does he have I'm, any money? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Check his pockets and yeah. get out of here. Life is for the living. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it is uh-huh. like, it is great. It, it's great how, how, uh, you, it's like listening to pirates laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, like, how long are you sober now?
2: 21 years. Yeah, I, I got 20. And, but like, you're somehow ended up in show business. Yeah. I, my friends call it Folsom to Fashion. Folsom. Cause like, I was like, because i I didn't get that drug di- diversion thing because I was doing speed. So you know what I mean. Like I, I was getting arrested a lot. And um, but you're a wardrobe guy. I'm a wardrobe guy. Yeah. And
0: you're the main wardrobe guy. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, films, TV, I do almost all commercials. Oh, you really? Know? Yeah. yeah.
2: I've done a couple of pilots and stuff like that, but um, almost all commercials.
0: But okay, so let's start at the beginning. You're yeah. in Covina. Yeah. And what is your is your dad involved in the criminal enterprises? No, I um
2: shit. I forgot. I should have told you that. What? I just found out who my dad was about two months ago through that twenty three and Me thing. You did? Yeah. You just I've. What do you mean? Who'd you grow up with? Well, no, but okay. <laughs> the guy that we thought was my dad. Yeah. Well, I guess we thought. You know, you me and, and my who? mom. Oh, okay. He died in nineteen seventy, so I was a baby. Yeah. So I never knew him.
0: But but your mom thought it was your dad too. Yeah. So your mom was. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, apparently,
0: <laughs>
2: go ahead. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what was going on with your mom. No, so, okay, my mom yeah. had this, was dating this dude. And, in the 60s? Yeah, in 69. Yeah. Was and, she a groovy person? Yeah, but not like a drug groovy person. Uh, you know, just like a visual hippie, like Dragnet or some shit. You know uh, what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I don't think they did drugs or anything. Right. So, she was dating, but apparently they broke up because I think the guy we thought was my dad got sent to Vietnam. Oh. And then she dated this other dude, a cop, oh. ironically. Yeah. Briefly, and then the Vietnam dude came back. They got back together. He ended up dying in a bar fight.
0: The Vietnam yeah. dude.
2: Yeah, and this is in Jacksonville Beach, Florida, where I was born. Oh. But
0: Boy, it just went from bad to worse. Yeah. Jacksonville and then... <laughs> Covina. Yeah.
2: <You're- laughs> You didn't have a shot. You fucking, you were There's no winning. No shit. Yeah. Dude, that's what I thought. I was like, fuck, how'd I make it out of anywhere? Yeah, you know, know, like, it's not like I went from Jacksonville Beach to, you know, fucking, you yeah. know, Hollywood, yeah. California or whatever. It's right to the suburbs.
0: stop short. Yeah. 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 So the Vietnam vet guy dies in a bar
2: fight. Dies in a bar fight. And I did that 23 minutes. shit. And that shit.
0: was, you, you thought he was
2: your dad. Yeah, did, but, but you didn't know. I didn't really know him because he died when I was a baby. Okay. And I didn't know anybody on his side of the family, which is odd. Like, and your mom didn't either? N- no, I don't she, think so. And she's still around? She's still around. She lives here. Okay. Um. So it was just a bad memory for her. All bad around. memory for her. But yeah, she didn't know, so I'm like, I'm in Vegas doing this. Uh, I'm doing this commercial it's yeah. all, with a bunch of, like, ball players, like, two months ago. Yeah. And I get a thing from the 23andMe thing, and it's like, hey, this says we're... I just say, hey, this said we... We have the same dad. I'd love to chat about it. And I'm like, I sent it to my wife and I'm like, I'm like, it's spam or whatever, right? <laughs> right. Because dude's dead. So I sent it to my wife and my wife goes, Did you call him? And I'm like, No. And I'm like, so I send uh, um I send my number back and I'm literally still thinking it's spam and then when the phone rings, it's a nine oh four area code, which is uh Florida. Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Yeah. You know, Jacksonville, Florida, and I see it, I'm like, Holy shit. And meanwhile, I'm like two of the Lakers coming onto the court, <laughs> you know, I mean like, fuck, I take it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like trying to watch and all of a sudden I start talking to this dude and and we're talking I'm like where do you live? He's like he's 15 years younger than me Yeah. but he lives in Jacksonville Beach I'm like what high school did your dad go to? He's like Fletcher I'm like fuck so do my mom right? Right. And then we're talking back and forth and I said uh, and it's just all kind of lining up Yeah. so I'm like I'm like what's he like? He goes he's a cop you know I'm like is he cool? He goes he's cool but he's a cop. <laughs> 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 you know and I'm like okay so then I'm like I hang up and I call my mom, and I'm the whole time I'm trying to like, no, keep an eye. Right and, to, did
0: you fuck a cop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Jacksonville before you
2: came to Covina. Yeah. You said that? No.
0: <laughs> That'd be
2: fucking amazing. <laughs> so I call her and I'm like, "Are you sitting down?" She goes, "Yeah." This is how fucking random it was, yeah. Mark. I "How?" I go, "Hey, uh, you know a guy named Mitch Kinsey?" She goes, "Yeah, I dated him in high school." Literally, like, no big fucking deal. Yeah, right, I go, right. "Well, that's my dad," and then she starts crying. And then I'm like, well, you know what? It's all good because it kind of did close a lot of doors. I've always felt different, not having a dad. The whole whole, right. whole thing, and and I'm like, well, shit. Okay, so now I'm you know 49 years old. And now I have a dad, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, fuck, all right. And he's still around. Yeah, I went down and met them. You did? Oh yeah, dude, it was fucking wild. Yeah. Do you look like him? I do somewhat. He's a kind of a bear of a man though. Yeah. He's Big and big hands and yeah. shit. Yeah. Dude, get this. Yeah. He's I'm talking to them about, they're like, yeah, well, he was a motorcycle cop in Jacksonville, blah, blah, blah and they go, literally, this is my siblings, matter of factly, they're like, yeah, I go, oh, here's a, so I have a brother named Gator, it's yeah. his nickname. I'm yeah, say. I go, the younger one? the No, the, that's Mitch, I have an old a brother who's like three years younger named Gator, I go, why do they call him Gator? I swear, they acted like this was the most normal thing, they go, oh, because dad wrestles Gators when they wander into people's yards, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking, and they start sending me pictures of it, and I'm like, "What? And It's th- him. You're dead. Yes, Westland but- Gators. Yeah, like with so- your brother. No, just him. Oh, but for some reason <laughs> that made them name the his Gators?
0: son that. <laughs> I- and that's your half brother. Yeah, so yeah. You got this half brother, and you got a younger brother. Two half brothers, two half sisters, and they're all younger. Yeah,
2: they're, they're all were- younger. Oh, that's another weird thing. The closest in age to me is like a-, a year and a half younger. Celeste, my sister Celeste, and you know, nobody in northern Florida had the name Celeste in nineteen yeah. in the seventies, and but then we realized we both had best friends that were brother and sister, so we played together as kids, huh? In the seventies. Oh, really? Yeah. So we knew each other. So was your mom just trying to hide this? No, I don't think she knew. I think, or
0: she was just focused. on... The timing on, had to be kind of weird. That's what I think. But, but she, she would. But was she in high school when she got pregnant? She was. Uh, that's a good question. She was eighteen when okay. she got pregnant. Some yeah so and then she met a dude right with the you in
2: there already yeah <laughs> yeah well I think there was a break in the yeah. dude she thought was my dad she had a fling with this dude uh, ended up pregnant I get it but yeah it's all kind of for debate yeah, you but, know what I mean? but
0: the siblings look kind of like you like you feel did you feel like uh, it's you
2: know yeah the the oldest sister especially and she talks more than I do if you can fucking any drunks
0: dad. drug addicts
2: yeah 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 <laughs> really <laughs> one of them
0: yeah. So now you can track that too, and yeah, <laughs>
2: that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's fucking. It was fucking. Did it make fun. you feel better? Yeah, it actually. It 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 closed a lot of doors for me because, like, I like I, t- I mean, like, I, you know, I like it could be booze, chocolate chip cookies. I'll get addicted to anything but yeah. fucking exercise. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to do and,
0: the, the exercise.
2: Yeah, you know. i always like um, trying to fill that void. You know, yeah, when yeah. I'm not spiritually. Yeah, blind, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but it did make me feel a lot, brother. They're great people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, we have different political views, but I don't really give a shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's not like you got to go there for Thanksgiving.
0: Right. <laughs> kind of a
2: one-off. <laughs> Glad we did this. I'm <laughs> I'm out. Exactly. Good luck with everything. Dude, we've had, I had some pretty funny conversations with them because to me, politics are team sports. You uh, know what I mean? Like, it's, Sadly, that's yeah, true. Yeah. I'm like, if Dog the Bounty Hunter ran against Donald Trump, yeah. I feel like all the Democrats would... You know, wave. You got to be
0: better. It's yeah. Be better yeah <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll back this guy. Yeah. Dog's fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We'll take him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Anything but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a weird thing with that. I talked to a friend that used to be fairly normal, like you know, regular kind of, you know, assuming assumed liberal kind of person. Yeah. Woman. And now she's just kind of snapped somehow. And it was weird because she kept telling me, it's like, it's all game, man. It's all game for, you know, the, it's all about money, both sides. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay. But then she's sort of like, but there's no climate change. I'm like, you know why? Okay, if it's, a, if it's all a game, yeah. sounds like you're picking a side. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why that side? Yeah, exactly. Weirdo. Well you get right. like I think it's a lot of sensitive people who are pro like uh, victims can go either way yeah you know either they embrace it and they they figure out how to you know they don't handle it in the way that they they need taken care of or they become fucking like just
2: bullies yeah you know what I 100%. mean hundred like, percent and and it's uh, broken people man yeah my dad literally because my dad voted for him but my dad Gator said, or it, Gator's dad yeah yeah <laughs> sorry I'm <good. laughs> okay. yeah I'm sorry yeah he he voted for him and I was like. And I I kind of just jam, you know, like I do. I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, I understand, you know, like you don't want to vote for Dem, but I'm, yeah. I have a hard time understanding why yeah. you vote for that dude. And he literally goes, and he's a Christian, and everything yeah. goes, Keith, I hate him as a person. Yeah. I go, well, he certainly doesn't bring anything to the fucking table politically. Yeah. You know, I mean, outside of taking people's rights away and shit. Yeah. And like, but that's the thing. I was talking to a Teamster I work with, and he was like, dude i couldn't even believe and he's a he grew up an actor he's born and raised in hollywood mexican dude and he goes um he goes i just wanted somebody who wasn't a politician i'm like that dude's been famous for no reason since 1982 he's the ultimate fucking politician <laughs> you know what i mean like right that's interesting it's wild yeah it's complete hustle yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so when do you get to covina how old are you
2: i own a skateboard shop there
0: oh when did i moved there in 1982 yeah. when i was 12 Oh, that's when you left Florida? Yeah. Now, now was
2: there, wh- when did the drug start? The drug started about 80, well, booze started in 80, booze and weed, I guess, started in 84, 85. Yeah. Um, I would do, you know, like booger sugar and shit if you had it. You mm-hmm. know, I was too young to really get it together. But I right. Did, I remember doing like Coke once and then Speed once. When you were like 12 or 11? No, like 14, oh, yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too, yeah. When I was 15, Black I ate beauties. them. Black beauties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I but I took a lot of LSD when I was 50. That's the only drug that never gave me a bad shake. What? LSD. Oh yeah. It was I've been arrested twice on it and still it was fun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like
0: in Covina? Yeah. <laughs> you're tri- you're tripping in Covina? Yeah. By yourself or with people?
2: Well, when I got arrested I was in a jail with a bunch of people I didn't know, but other than that But I like
0: was... really like tripping balls full on?
2: Oh yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> One of them I only started peaking as we like arrived. And I was with one of my friends, my friend Jason, yeah. and he was bummed, and I was like, better make the best of it, it's He was about to what? kick in. He was all bummed oh, out, right, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. So you're, he, yeah you're, you better
0: make the best of it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, cause you know, like if it goes, my buddy had drank that Morning Glory shit, you know how LSD is, you've yeah, taken it right? Yeah. So you know, you take it, and it's if you've never taken it, it's like, you're always like, this shit's bunk. And then what? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you're, my buddy was like, uh, went to take a piss one yeah. time, And he's like, this shit's bunk. And he said, when he went in jail? No, at home in Orange County. He went to pee. And when he looked down there, it looked like there was a hole in his ball sack. So he started trying to juggle to try to keep the balls from falling out of it. (laughs) And then he came out, and he's like, there's like a Nagel painting, and he said he was trying to cool it, Yeah. and he's like staring at the Nagel painting, concentrating, and then the Nagel painting came alive all crazy, and he's like, fuck, and he looked away, and there was a ficus tree, (laughs) and he said the ficus tree just like raises its hands all, I know, that chick's crazy, huh? So I didn't- In the Nagel painting? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pointing at it and shit, and I'm like, (laughs) I just didn't want it to go that route. You know where uh, it goes fucking bad. Oh, right, right,
0: right, where you don't know, you can't quite see the line. Yeah. Yeah, between what's real and what isn't. Yeah, you're like three feet to the right of yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, and you gotta you gotta sort of hold something together. And so, how did you make it a good trip in the
2: holding cell? I just fucking, you know, I just like because he was bummed. Jason was yeah. like fuck man and I go dude don't be like that we're gonna be stuck here all night you know what I mean yeah and I just tried to like focus on you know what I mean like looking at cool shit or whatever I mean, right. there's not a lot in there but like
0: <laughs> you know you, were there other people in there yeah
2: there's other people in the whole there's like probably 15 or 20 of us but I was just trying not to look at the cops you know through right. that window yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like if I, I'm like and I kept telling him I'm like don't look at them dudes it's gonna bum you out you know like Try to look at the other, like the Cholos and shit or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, "Fuck!"
0: So that was the was that the first time you got busted? No,
2: the first time I got
0: <laughs> <laughs> you say that like I'm I'm just one
2: of those yeah. guys. Okay? I got yeah, I was seven, yeah, you know, and I you know they just started taking me. I in. started see I started getting a ar- Dude, the first thing I had arrested arrest for was ditching school, and I was probably fourteen because yeah. there was a thing in Southern California in the early 80s if you weren't in truancy yeah truancy but they were really like a, enforcing it for a while it was yeah. weird and then um when i started drinking daily i'm going to say it was about 15 or 16 yeah uh, cuz when i started drinking more and like less smoke and pot is yeah. when i started like cuz then you know like Alcohol is the one where I really make the wrong decision. Right. Almost every time. Like, I wake up and everybody's mad at me. I'm it's, that dude. Yeah. And <laughs> so I, like, you know, I. Just sad, you know, frowning faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, Disappointed yeah. frowning faces. Yeah. Like, not once was it different uh, either. Just like, fuck.
0: Uh, I would, one time I went to a wedding. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> and it was out of town. we like, had to stay at a bed and breakfast or something. Yeah. And, you know, and everybody was sort of, it was the night after the wedding, after the party and everything. Uh, and uh, everyone's gathering at the bed and breakfast at the breakfast table. And I'm sitting there and uh, I'm just, everyone's just kind of like looking at me with that kind of like, and looking away. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And then the, <laughs> the woman comes in uh, to the, to the, the room who owns the place and goes, um, who, whose car is on in on the yard? Who, <laughs> No so like like I. but they let me park I don't know who I, I had people in the car they let me drive it and I parked it I parked it in the yard but then like more things started to unfold I'd set my arm on fire you know I, it's that's just,
2: amazing though Oh God, it
0: was one of those things where I got to the wedding I don't know what the fuck I was thinking like I had all these uh Advans, and uh-huh, yeah and I got to the wedding. I just didn't want to deal or something. I remember t- taking shots of scotch and I took like two or three Advans, and I just lost the whole fucking night. Yeah, just there's just bits and pieces. Then I smoked weed, and it was fucking over. Yeah, you know, like I I just yeah you know, there was just I remember there was a I remember seeing my arm on fire at the table where we were eating because yeah. I'd stuck it in a candle. But then I don't know really how it <laughs> happened. And the yeah. car was in the yard. Yeah, but, hey, no one was dead. <laughs> no one was dead like, except it's, your reputation. It just, <laughs> it's just like to know that you were that embarrassing. You know, like my, yeah. I was married at the time to my first wife and she
2: was embarrassed. And I'm like, God,
0: what the fuck? Someone uh,
2: should have stopped me. I was a bridge burner too. I was like, I remember one time we were all fucked up at, at this bar or whatever. And we go back to this, I don't know. Well, I'm like, I was like you are. Yeah. Like I remembered playing pool at some point, but I, <laughs> I woke up and had no fucking idea, kind of like yours. Yeah. I woke up and I didn't know where I was, but this was fucked up because I wake up and I'm like on the floor yeah. and there's like really long like shag carpet and this is in like the early 90s yeah. so it's you know yeah. like I wake up and I'm like fuck this is like long carpet so I get up and I'm like and the bedroom I'm in doesn't look familiar so I look out the back window and I'm like fuck you know I'm like it doesn't I'm like where am I, I could yeah. see like a hillside yeah and so then I open the door and I can hear people talking down the end of the hall. But you know, it's like I'm like, fuck. You know, everybody's always mad at me when I'm like this. Right. So I'm like, shit, I'm trying to think of who's gonna be mad. Am I gonna get yelled yeah, at? Yeah. And then I'm like, so I'm waiting it out. I mean for like four I have a terrible hangover. I'm like, fuck. And then I open the door again and I can hear people talking, and then I'm like, fuck it. So I start sneaking out. And I'm looking at the family photos in the hallway, trying to identify, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. is that Mark as a kid? You yeah, know what like, I mean? Like right. trying to picture that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, anyone I, is it anyone I know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> so finally it wasn't. And I'm like, fuck it. So I'm like, Phew. so I just walked down and I'm just thinking somebody's mom or something is going to, and I'm like in fucking La Habra or somewhere in like yeah. Orange County. And right when I get to the end of the hallway, it's my friend Lori and this dude just sitting there at the ends of two couches with a, a dial phone. Yeah. And right when I end they both look up with a giant pupils like, You know where to get any blow? <laughs> I'm like, No, but is anybody mad at me? You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, it's like eight in the morning. I'm oh, like,
0: I gotta get home. Oh, that is just the worst where people are looking for blow at eight in the morning. It's There's the never worst.
2: no it's never a good moment. No. We're still going. Yeah. <laughs> And you're always, whenever you get in that position, it's always with the dude you like the least. Yeah, and and then the day is fucked, and you're just kind of holding up this, you're just staying
0: above something that you know Mm. you just dip below it. It's gonna (laughs) be like, oh, my entire week's fucked up. (laughs) It's everything is fucked. (laughs) So okay, so you're getting arrested for truancy, and then like because like I want to get to this like, when did you own a
2: surfboard shop? Oh, I own a skateboard shop, but I've uh, I own it's called the pawn shop, and it's a. It was a, called the Outhouse Surf and Skate in the 70s and 80s and 90s. In that, Covina? Yeah, and then we we opened one about 10 years ago. It's still open? Yeah. It oh. doesn't make any money, but it's good for the kids and shit. Like, it's never profited. But when do you get in real trouble? When I get in real trouble was when the, the speed thing came. So basically, all right. Yeah. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but yeah. just hear me out. So I there's know. a 7-Eleven where- you could drive through this right. is in the eighties and nineties. In and, Covina. Yeah. Yeah. And buy weed. Like anybody yeah. could. Just sure. drive through. And some guy came through there one day and asked these two these two dudes are selling weed. He bought weed from him. He goes, Hey, you guys like speed? I'll show you how to make it. So this guy started show he showed these two dudes how to make it. Kids? Right? Uh yeah, they're well, nineteen twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the guy was about thirty-five. Yeah. He taught uh, this guy Richie and this guy Nick, he taught them how to make it. Yeah. And then they were trying to be secretive about it, you know? Yeah. And and he would encourage them, like, no, show fucking your friends. It'll take the heat off of us. This kind of shit. Yeah. So they show, like, this other two dudes, and then these other two dudes. How to you make
0: don't... bathtub crank.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it, I'm telling you, Mark, it went, I mean, the timeline, to me, it seemed like in six months, everybody was making it. It was probably about two or three years, but yeah. I'm talking, like. It was, there was so many people making it that they raided that house and the house behind it and caught both people making it at yeah. the same time. Yeah. and um, So what's the conspiracy? Well, the conspiracy, here's the, one day we were standing in front of there. In where, um, the 7-Eleven? No, the house where they're making it and I saw the guy who taught them how to make it and yeah. granted, I was fucking spun like a research monkey but I was like, I looked at that dude and I looked at um, <laughs> a, a friend of ours, I think you know him too, but I looked at Jimmy and I go, who fucking knows that dude? Yeah, right? Yeah. And he goes, who, the I can't, remember, I can't remember, they called him the Mathiah, I'm not yeah. even kidding you, he the Mathiah he goes, the Mathiah, hey, he's cool, I go that's not what I'm asking, I go, where'd he come from yeah, we all went to high school and junior high together, you know, rich states, Nick's sister all this, I go, where did that motherfucker come from, because he's fucking ruined everything, every mom's like vacuuming at three in the morning, you know what I mean, the whole fucking neighborhood's awake nine months out of the year, it was fucked and that guy caused it yeah. you know what I mean, like, yeah. and it just went from there, you know, and did anyone find out oh, do you know who that guy was I never found out, but... Um, he wasn't from there? No.
0: Wild. He just came in like a devil and just undermined the entire social fabric of the town?
2: Yes, I'm telling you. Dude, in... You... Like, one time I was, like, in a lucky market. You know, it was like a bonds or whatever. Yeah. And the dude... This... I didn't really know much about it. I knew people were doing it, but the guy in front of me is buying probably, like, 60 boxes of Sudafed. Right. Was, the only thing on the fucking conveyor belt is sixty boxes of Sudafed and a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm like, Got a bad cold. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, gonna well, ride it out. And he's but the whole fuck everything was like that. People trying to buy pills and make that shit. And you never made it. I would help people make it. You know, yeah. I like I didn't physically make it, but I would like. Um, I think I've told you this before, but I would have the job of keeping everybody awake. Yeah, you know, because people start like. And my friend Diane would be like in the back bedroom, cooking it. And so she'd have a flask and this shit set up, right? Yeah. And then this other guy, this after I got out of prison, it was a different thing of distilling it, which is after somebody's done making it, you give it to this person to distill it, huh. which I, you know, it was like another thing with condensers. I don't really know much yeah. about chemistry, but they were um, doing that shit, and like I would have to go get ice and you know what I mean, and like yeah. get food or whatever, and then because we'd be there for days at a time, right? And it would usually be um, a random house like in Ontario or fucking, you know, Corona or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And this house in particular was in Ontario on a street called Tam O'Shanter. That's the name of the street. Yeah. which The only reason that's because I'm like, who in the fuck names the street Tam O'Shanter? Yeah. But I had been at that house before I went to prison and she picked me up there. And then when I got out of prison a year and a half later, we're going there and I don't know shit about Ontario, but she goes, hey, we're going to go to this house and do it. And I some whatever it just looked odd to me. I'd only been there once, but I go, please tell me this fucking house isn't on Tamo, She goes, yeah, it is. I go, dude, you picked me up from here. It was fucking hot then. Yeah, you know that's a year and a half ago. I'm like, we're really gonna be fucked, you know. Yeah. And we're there, and my job's keeping her awake and shit. But I basically I fell asleep, and the girl who lived there woke me up, right? And she's like, Keith, there's a fire, or some shit. And I I wake up. I'm sleeping on a bed and when I open my eyes from her waking me up it just looks like lavender smoke you know above me yeah and I, so I sat up you know just out of habit when I sat into it not only could you not breathe but it pulled the oxygen out of your lungs oh my god so it's like like you couldn't yeah and I dropped to the floor but now the lady who lives there is fucking crawling opening the windows But I'm chasing her, closing the windows. We're literally arguing like army crawling through the house. Because you don't want to get busted. Yeah, I don't want to get busted. I'm like, turn on the fucking fans in the kitchen and the bathroom. and It was a fucking nightmare. Because those houses were close together. And it was just thick. You couldn't see through the smoke. It was a thick lavender smoke, like purple. It was awful. So, All right, so the
0: the Mathiah is ruining the town. Yeah. And you're starting to do it? I started doing
2: it, and then I started selling it. Yeah, in town. Yeah. But was like everybody selling it? A lot of people were selling it, but I would sell it like I would because I like, you know, I run pretty high octane. So I'm like up all the time. And I I just knew everybody in that town. Then I started selling it to just a handful of people in, in Hollywood. It was really the same crowd. Um, which and was, this is that yellow shit. No, this is the glass shit. Oh, okay. there was Mostly the yellow shit was around. Yeah. But that was the thing with Hollywood. Hollywood, the only thing you find was that yellow shit. Yeah. You know, and and where out in the San Gabriel Valley, you would have the glass, which is what everybody wanted. So, yeah. I would sell it to this one guy who lived in Beverly Hills, and then, um, another guy who lived in not Beachwood Canyon, but that other one.
0: The glass was good because you could smoke it. You could smoke it. Yeah. yeah
2: the yellow shit was useless. No, you. I don't think you could smoke that yellow shit. I, I can't imagine. It was, it was like crunchy. Yeah, it's and like, it smelled. Do you remember horrible, that? Like kerosene or something. Yeah, it's like snort, <laughs>
0: like it's, it's, Yeah, you snort gasoline. You're, you it, could it, take. You could take. You like. There was no way to just rationalize it being good in any way. No, because like you'd snort it. and be like that's like engine shit. <laughs> you know
2: I, I, that stuff makes people weird too. I, I walked in this house <laughs> one <does>? time. <laughs> a, a,
0: really? Is there some variables? There's a, a spectrum of behavior on the yellow crank versus the the good glass you know, stuff
2: do you remember how the yellow crank would make you have like instant like you remember you would get like sores and shit from it yeah that was what I mean and I like, don't know if I got that far in I, I, I didn't do that that often, you know, and that's just a, a case of it not being clean, but when I did do it, like, I I, could, it, I literally felt like my hair stood up. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I walked in a house, this one um, woman who's like, you yeah, know people have their thing, like cleaning yeah. the car or fucking, <laughs> you know, painting the house or whatever, and- Drawing a maze. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> this one lady, her yeah. thing, she liked to clean people's ears, uh-huh. and I would never fucking go near her. She had, like, a little kit and shit. <laughs> And I'd done some of that shit. And her boyfriend's this gnarly dude named Nick that we had grown up. He's older than us, yeah. but he was fucking gnarly. And I walked into this dope house one time, and this fucking dude—I could see it in his face. His head <laughs> sideways like this, yeah. and she's cleaning his ears out with like little dude, like tweezers and all this shit. Yeah. And he's so bummed, but he's just so scared of Nick, he won't say anything. <laughs> and for probably two and a half hours, I was just like, "Fuck, better him than me." It was fucking cleaning a man's ears, Did he just
0: working his head for yeah, two <laughs> and a half
2: hours. <laughs> yes
0: because he was afraid of the the, the dude. boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. Good times, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: but so okay, so you're selling it, you're selling the yeah. glass, you're running down here, up all night, going- yeah.
2: And then I start like I got into a fight with a guy and he got hurt and I got arrested for that, and then. I went to the county jail for. I was sentenced to a year in the county jail. You do about five months at that time, and it's like ninety-one
0: in county,
2: the L.A. County.
0: Yeah, where was that? Is that
2: downtown? Yeah, on Balchay Street downtown, right by the Twin Towers. But yeah, and that was
0: that was your first real stretch.
2: Yeah, that was about five months. But that jail is like the Terminator. It's fucked up. It's the worst jail I've ever been to, and I've been to a lot of fucked up ones. But that one's worse than any prison. Why? How? It's just fucking dirty. You know what I mean? Like, it's not taken care of. It, like, it smells like a 24-hour fitness shower. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just yeah. not a clean, it's not like an Equinox how shower. How do you, but, but
0: how do you deal, how did you adjust? Like, you know, it, being popped a bunch of times when you are a kid and not, you never went to, uh, how, what was the longest time? you Were you in juvenile too?
2: Yeah, I was in juvenile hall for about five months one time. For what? I, uh, same thing. I got in a fight and um, I was drunk and got in a fight and, oh, Beat some guy up, and then I... But that one wasn't a, a felony or anything. It was just, you know, like, getting in a fight. Because you I, were a kid? Well, yeah, my mom was like, I fucking can't handle him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, they probably wouldn't have sent me to jail. So you were out of control? Out of control, yeah. And I started... Um, and I couldn't stop drinking. You yeah. know what I mean? So
0: what do you track that to? Like, do you remember the feelings? Do I remember
2: just... the feelings of, I just don't feel comfortable in my own skin. Right. Unless I'm drinking. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And the fighting thing, it was just, you just... Had to fight. It's really, I think it's really like booze related. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it's like, I wouldn't like. I I've never like. uh I don't think I've ever been in a fight when I wasn't drunk. Yeah, you know, not even when I was like on drugs. Right. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. When you drink, it's like that's why you hear like when you're you'll be in prison with a dude who looks like fucking you know like Ted Koppel or something. You yeah, know, and yeah, you're yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing here? He's like, I was drunk driving and fucking <laughs> killed right. a family. You right. like, yeah, yeah. Because the booze is where you make the. Fucking really bad, terrible decisions. You know, when somebody ends up dead. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, you know. But
0: like when you okay, so when you get sent for the first time, because I didn't never get arrested. Yeah. But when you get sent to like a real jail. Yeah. I mean, what's in your head? All the all the horror stories. Like, how do you fucking handle yourself well, day okay. one?
2: I get So day one in juvenile hall, which I'm not gonna lie, I mean, I was fucking scared. I was like, oh shit, you know, because you just know shit like from that Sean Penn movie, Bad Boys, yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know. And um and you're young, so it's weird. There's a lot of testosterone when you're 15 to 18. And the the interesting thing about it is when you're going to juvenile hall and shit. It, so I get there and it's like, you know, it's like majority is are, are are uh you know there's not a, a ton of white people in there. Yeah. Um, but it, there's it's weird. People still in juve in the juvenile system. People gangbang. bang. And what I mean by that is if somebody comes in, yeah, it's a crip. A dude who's a blood might be like, where are you from? Right. And yeah. they might fight right then, but it's usually over with. Right. Same thing with the Hispanic gangs or whatever, right? Yeah. But it's always over after that. It's weird because you are just kids. Right. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. weird thing. And everybody kind of lives communally. And there's no racism or any of that bullshit like there is when you're an adult. You yeah. know? Like you yeah. don't have to. It's really when you become when you're an adult and you start going is really fucked up. Yeah. So it's weird. There's a lot of camaraderie. Like, there's no like uh you know, nobody got raped or anything like that. In the yeah. And I've been in, you know, Los Pedrinos, Central, all the ones in L.A. County. And um, there was <laughs> so no... You were a regular? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in... Yeah, I was in and out of there for about... You know, I mean... Pro- I probably did maybe 15... Well, you know, I would go to Juvenile Hall for a few months and they'd send me to a boys' home. Yeah. So I was in a boys' home in, in Chino called Boys' Republic. Same one Steve McQueen was in. Uh-huh. And then I was in Boys' Republic in Silver Lake, which is... On Redcliffe, you know where that is? Street next to Mitchell Terena. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, still there. It's a yeah. huge property. And and there we went to public school. So we went to school at Marshall. This is in 1987. Uh-huh. And and the boys' homes were almost just like group homes. Right. You know what I mean? The one in Chino was like its own city. Yeah. But the one in...
0: Didn't so- have a jail vibe?
2: No, not at all. Yeah. But it's people from all over the state. That would be the difference. Oh, okay. As opposed to just the county. Yeah. So then... So once you know, I'm doing like I'd been to camp and juvenile hall and shit. So it's weird once you're in there for a few days, you're not really scared because you realize like, yeah, you might have to get in a fight or something, but unless you go to like the youth authority, which is like the young prison, yeah, nobody's getting stabbed or you know yeah. fist fights or whatever. Right, right. When you but when you go to that county jail, the yeah. L.A. County Jail, it's like there's a fucking dorm there, Mark, that is the size of a football field. I I mean it's not quite, but it's so fucking big. When I say dorm. Whatever you're picturing, it's it's probably fucking ten times that size. It's so big that you can't even see to the back of it. So what, it's like cots? Yeah, bunk beds. Oh. Three high, like the three stooges.
0: Three high bunk beds for a full football
2: field? Yeah, for probably honestly probably a half of a football field. It's fucking enormous. Oh my god. Like half of a high school football field. And it's like
0: got that weird in jail vibe.
2: Yes. 100%. 100%. All of
0: it, like that that weird frenetic kind of horror show? Yeah,
2: it's a fucking I, horror I just show.
0: know that because I did a show once at a women's prison, and we had to go through security and everything else and do all that and, and perform for the, the prisoners. Oh. And you just feel that the commu- whatever the community is in there, yeah. it's electric with horror. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like, well, I don't know. There's that... a whole different vibe in here, man. Yeah, that's... And, a-
2: Right? That's a good way to explain it. It's
0: like a system that you do not want to be part of. Yeah. I mean, you feel it and you feel the hierarchy and you can feel the weight of it. It's
2: like, I was like fucking devastated. That's a great way to explain it. And it's like, people don't realize, but even as a visitor, you want to get the fuck out, right?
0: Well, yeah, because you're like, you know, there's something going on in here and it's really
2: fucking organized and it's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> it is organized. There's, when you like, and when you're in the county jail, you know, you're just, to be honest, like, you're just like, fuck it, man, I hope I get to prison soon. You know, yeah. what I mean? it's that fucked up. I mean, the food You just want to get out of there. It's awful. Yeah. One time we had spaghetti. Yeah. And it had, I, we, we you know, we get the spaghetti, and it's got bones in it. I'm like, I look at my friend, I'm like, there's fucking bones in this spaghetti. And what had happened is, because the food's all, like, just donated, and yeah. I guess they got, I don't know if it was sardines or anchovies, but yeah. one of those, they got a bunch of those, they just fucking threw them, the whole things in the spaghetti. Yeah. You know, yeah. which it's made in like. They have pots that look like almost like hot tubs. These big metal hot tubs are yeah, yeah. huge,
0: and then so that that was the that was a this is a big bad memory from jail. Is the, the spaghetti food, bone? Yeah,
2: having a fucking fight. You know, I'm like I'm a white dude, so we're really outnumbered. You know, but like you have to fight for your shoes because somebody's. You know what I mean? Like really? If you have decent shoes, you know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, you mean
0: the shoes you come in with?
2: Yeah, the ones you wear because at that you know you would wear your own shoes in there,
0: and someone would
2: want them a lot of the time, which to be honest with you, like they weren't real nice shoes. They were. So you had to to fight a lot. Yeah. Well, you'll have to fight for your shoes, you know, and like they might end up taking them. Like, I think I kept mine. I can't remember. They might've taken, but I had to fight for them just to show I'm not, you know, not a coward or whatever. Yeah. But then you move on because you're, you're definitely prey in the County jail. If you're a white dude, you know, because the numbers are so small, you know what I mean? You're probably 6% of the population. Right. And there's also a lot of racial tension. So between uh, Mexicans and Hispanics. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and um, it's mostly the Hispanics picking on the whites, not, oh. not the. Oh, really? Yeah. And not all of them, but the majority of them. Uh huh. So then when you get to the prison, here's the. Ready for this? Yeah. So you can literally be on a bus with a dude who tried to take your shoes to go into prison. And when you get to that prison, now you're allies with that guy. Right. Because. You have we, a history? No, it's just that's the system. When you get to the prison system, the yeah. southern Mexicans, so Bakersfield to San Diego, and the whites run together. Northern Mexicans and the blacks run together. So anybody above Bakersfield all the way to Crescent City, right? Yeah. But it, this is all shit, Captain, you know, it's it's how the cops want to keep it se- segregated, Yeah. and everybody hating. It's the only way they can control it, you know? Because yeah. if everybody united, like, I don't know if you saw on the news, they did, like, two years ago, they went on a hunger strike yeah. together, and they got what the fuck they wanted because... Well- if they merge as a group and every prisoner goes out the cops don't have a chance you know right what I
0: mean? but what about the violence and the raping and all that stuff
2: there so in prison and I mean I've you know I've been to chino a couple of times I've been to Delano I've been to Pelican Bay which is the worst fucking prison I think I've been
0: to uh I, I, where did you have time to do anything else like it sounds like this is a lot of time
2: it wasn't a lot of time I mean I've only done my first term I did 14 months the second for time the did, fighting yeah. Well, the fighting, and when I got caught for violating probation, I had a, a bunch of speed and a loaded pistol. Oh. So that was a new tra- charge. So I got two years for that, and I already had two years for the, um, the assault oh. prior. Right. So I had to do. So they
0: they had written you off as just like a garbage person. Sure. Yeah, yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy's not leaving the system.
2: Yeah, I never got a chance to go to treatment or any of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I start where because I started with the violent crime. Right. If I would have started with a possession or something, maybe everything would have turned out better, you know, earlier have on. Have you been
0: able to make amends to the people that you I have on? one left. Oh, that you a guy you beat up?
2: Yeah. Only one.
0: Is that it's not happening?
2: No, I'm working on it right now. Oh, That's wow. a, just working on finding At it. At
0: twenty two years. Oh, working
2: on finding him? Yeah. So you know who it is. I don't. I can't figure out his last name, but my friend, um, knows his cousin or something. It's uh-huh. pretty weird. His name's Chris, but I, I fucking don't know his last name.
0: So okay, so you've been to Chino and Pelican Bay's bad, and yeah, what, what were you gonna tell me about the nature of it?
2: Oh well, Pelican Bay's the only one where I got there in the middle of the night, so everybody's asleep, and it's like you're talking about. There's nobody awake, right? Yeah. Maybe four people in the whole thing. Yeah, but it's exactly what you're talking about. We pulled in, and I literally, I was like. I had goosebumps. I'm like, it is fucking going down here. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I could tell. You're like, there's motherfuckers getting killed here. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could just feel it. Yeah. And nobody's even awake. Yeah. But wow. you could feel it the minute you pulled in <laughs> yeah. the yard, right? Yeah. So, um, so in there, it becomes, you know, and it's a very weird, you know, it's a weird, you know, because you have to stick with your own race and I'm not fucking racist. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like, or, and, and
0: uh, you just have to.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are in that position. You know, like there's a lot of black dudes, a lot of Mexican dudes, none of us wanna fucking have to stick to ourselves, but we do. Yeah. It's just the way it is and Yeah. It's been that way, you know, I guess Forever. since the 50s from right. my understanding. But so
0: you but you're not necessarily
2: have to you don't have to be vocal or, or get a swastika tattoo. No. And I'll tell you the interesting thing is yeah. I've I've always said like like you don't hear like, you know, if you hear somebody like dropping n bombs or, you know, yeah. calling somebody a cracker or whatever, yeah. it, from my experience, they've always got something to hide. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like like one time, this dude who was like, he had the swastikas and all this shit. And I, I remember, I was like, this motherfucker ain't right. Yeah. There's something not right about him. <laughs> well, because
0: what? he would talk so much. Well, right on the surface, it's not yeah. right. But you're saying, there's a deeper wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then the swastika detective. You know, I'm like, <laughs> he's hiding something. Uh-huh. And sure as shit, like... He paroled. Everybody like had this big meal for him. Like, all right, brother, all this yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. and he left. And the cop had the news on and turned the TV to, you know, in the tower. Yeah, and it was him, and it was like convicted pedophile, blah blah blah, got out of, you know. And I'm like, fuck, I knew it, you know. Like, so he was hiding that so that he wouldn't yeah. get killed in prison. Yeah, the swastikas, <laughs> the whole, you know, what I mean, loud mouth, wow. you know, like because people, are, you know, everybody's really respectful of each other in there, and nobody. Uh, I'm not saying people don't get raped, but. Of all the, I mean, I I probably spent mate, not that much like fourteen months the first time, twelve months the second time, and six months the third time. Yeah, and then that five months in the county. That's that's the total time I've done. Yeah. So whatever that is, like about three years. But nobody in any of those places I was in ever got raped. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. There's um, there is a there's to a, your knowledge, to my knowledge, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a gay culture in there. Sure. You know, there's quite a few like, um, uh, uh. You know, uh, trans people or gay people or yeah. whatever, and they have their they're in their own group or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. and they do their own thing, and but they're treated with respect as, as well. It's, it's, sure, you know, it's like everybody, you all respect everybody because that you know, when there's a knife in the hand, everybody's a man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's like right. ta- any, everybody bleeds the same. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But it's you learn like it's weird. Um, it's a really fucked up system, you know, sure. and out of. Everybody I met, and I'm going to say, it's definitely thousands of people that I've been in prison with, yeah. literally. Yeah. And only two of them didn't drink or do drugs. To get in know, there? Alcoholically. Only two. Yep. To get into prison. Yeah, you know, either the crime right. was right. behind it. Right, right. I mean, it's not like, they're not like a sober dude, you know. Well, like, that's what I used
0: to say when, when people want to get sober. I said, the thing is, is that. It's not necessarily about, you know, the drug or the drink. It's like, you know, it's it just increases your odds exponentially of being in some fucked up situation yeah. out of your control. Whether you're buying the drugs, whether it's who you're hanging out with, whether you're in a car with a fucking weirdo. You don't like it. Just as soon as you start <laughs> doing that shit, you just add a bunch of possibilities. None of them good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Dude, to yeah. getting fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Yeah, like it's just—I I, I just
0: remember being on the road and being in hotel rooms, just being like, you know, who's the guy with the eye patch? Yeah. What's, who the <laughs> fuck like, are these people, man? I just—is that the guy I bought the drugs from? Did he bring people? Where's my shit? You know, yeah. like, and he's just like, how did you get out?
2: Oh man, there's yeah. always an old guy named Pops involved. You know, what I mean? oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, who the yeah. Fuck is Pops? Yeah, he's in the front room. Yeah, right. And then
0: you he, <laughs> walk back to Junior's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a
0: fucking family but, affair. Yeah. Pop, Pops told me to come back. Yeah. <laughs> are you junior? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the guy buying the drugs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude. man. So, okay. So, you, you, when did, how did you decide to get sober, though? Uh, like-
2: I So, I paroled in 19, the end of 97.
0: 97?
2: And, yeah. And I paroled for the last, well, I paroled and I was out for about 10 months and I was, I'm gonna say I was doing good in that I was only drinking, like, after work. Yeah, where were you working? I was a, I installed fireplaces. I was a sheet metal worker.
0: You installed fireplaces? Yeah,
2: but you know the prefab, not the not brick one, the prefab ones? Yeah,
0: just working.
2: Yeah, and I was doing that, and I would just drink after work, and then on the weekend, I would drink quite a bit, and I would do Coke sometimes with the the Cholo next door, this older Cholo lived next door. And, um... And then, but I was not hanging out with anybody. I was just, you know, like hanging out with my girlfriend who I live with and doing my thing. And eventually, um, f- you know how it goes. It's like, fuck, I was at my buddy's house and he was doing crank. And I was like, do you have any more of that? And he's like, fuck, you shouldn't be doing this. And I'm like, All right. and I did that. And then, this, fucking. This is the
0: exponential part of the story? Yeah. <laughs> I went
2: on a 24-day run, okay, stopped, Stopped doing speed and only drank and smoked weed for six days until I had to test so it would be clean. Gave the test, started doing speed again for twenty four days, stopped, only drank and smoked weed for six days, and the morning of the fucking I made it all six days. I was just short a few hours. Yeah. And I fucked up and started doing the speed. And when I went to or I didn't go to test, I called my pro or my pro officer called me and goes, I know you're loaded. Do you want to run? You want me to catch you or you want to turn yourself in? I was kind of like, fuck, I'll turn myself in. Well, in the meantime, I'd been. <laughs> That's He asked you those questions? Yeah, swear to God. <laughs> he told, the minute I got out, this is how it works. Just, you know, if anybody's listening, like, yeah. when you get out, it's not like, the your parole officer's not like trying to help you out. He's like, I got there and he goes, I, you know, I'd been gone for eight months or something. And he's like, all right, just so you know, it takes six days now to get methamphetamine out of your system, not three anymore, like cocaine. You know, yeah. they give you all the shit so yeah. you know what you're dealing with. And there was also a guy at the uh, Baldwin Park
0: because they—that's how they want the best for you. They're trying yeah. to give you a leg up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the, here's your leg up. Six days it takes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want it clean, six yeah. days. But that's what I mean. They don't give a fuck. It's a system, you know, designed to keep you in there. And if you have any kind of drinking or drug problem, yeah. you'll you'll go back. But, yeah. <laughs> and then for 110 bucks, the guy who picked up the piss test would swap your piss out. Uh huh. Some cholo from Azusa told me that. So yeah. He knew the dude and you give him a hundred so you could turn in a dirty if you paid this dude 110 bucks he'd swap them out oh but so i anyway i kept my my friend got out of prison he was a very serious dude i think you might have met him a long time ago with the the thing but he had gotten out and you know he he'd been in prison for 11 years so the speed thing happened while he was in there yeah because you know it was much bigger than the cocaine thing is yeah because cheap yeah it was cheap and, and it's he, like and fuck you know like instead of being high for 20 minutes you're high for 24 hours yeah days. days days yeah so he gets out and he's a fucking hardened criminal and dude he literally i swear to god he he looked at somebody else like going by like you know some fucking dude on a three like an an adult on a three-wheeled bicycle yeah. you know going down the street and he looked at me he's like what the fuck is going on here and i'm like everybody's doing speed you know but i'm like all oh, fucking sweaty everybody's doing speed you know yeah. and he's like but i kept I kept robbing people, right? Like d- drug dealers. And I didn't...
0: When was this? 90...
2: Like after it, you're out? Yeah. I've like, been out 10 why months. While you're doing chimneys? You're robbing people? Well, I, I I couldn't show up for work anymore. You know how that goes. Oh, and, right. And I was just... So I was just in the speed mix. and Oh, for
0: those 24-day peace periods? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: it wasn't that long. It was only, like I said, maybe two months that yeah. the run lasted. But he had told me... Because I was so out of control. You know, like scratching my nose and pulling my... Like I look like that... If you watch the World Series like that that fucking um Houston Astros coach. You know yeah, what I mean like where he's like pinching his nose, pulling his <laughs> ear, all that. I was doing that all the time and sweaty signaling Satan. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm coming in. <laughs> exactly. Come home Satan. That's exactly what the fuck I was doing. And um fuck it and I mean I went to this house to sell these people. I've been selling these people drugs I got there and this guy Mark I come in and he just goes Jesus Christ, I man! You got to lay off of that shit. I mean, I'm selling it to him, and he's like, "You yeah, are fucked it's the up." Worst, the worst, and I feel like I'm yeah. being a service, you know. Yeah, but right, yeah, he's yeah. bumming me well, out. So. You to judge me? Yeah. <laughs> Here's your shit. I'm the one with the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then my buddy had told me, he goes, "Hey, he goes, you ever thought about going into a program?" And I, I, I hadn't. You know, we had friends who, when you say you're robbing people, just houses. Yeah, like, uh, like these, this drug dealer couple had left this safe at this house I cracked into the not like I'm a safe cracker yeah. let me rephrase that yeah, yeah it's a pretty shitty like fireproof safe like right. you could do it with a hammer yeah you know what I mean Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I wish it you was that things. glamorous yeah. yeah but that kind of shit and then like you know not paying drug jokes but I was doing it because I knew people knew how close him and I were who you and My the old, friend, oh the here, the
0: hardened criminal yeah and yeah.
2: everybody in the whole fucking was San Gettler, Valley is scared of him yeah, yeah for good fucking reason you know <laughs> yeah. but it was just one of those things you know what I mean like right you know where they're like, yeah. I don't know. Like it's, it's like if I'm thinking, like, man, I sure am fucking mad at you, Mark. But yeah. you're hanging out with this fucking Navy yeah, SEAL yeah. all the time. It's like the ghetto version of a Navy SEAL. Sure, you know.
0: sure, yeah. But like the problem with that is, as soon as that guy goes back to jail, you're fucked. I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. But you know, yeah, I, I'm on speed, so I'm just fucking <laughs> winging yeah, it. Right. And, but they're complaining to him, and he asked me if I want to go to a, a program, and I said no. And he goes, "You got to quit doing that shit." I said, "I would." Speed only. Yeah. He said I could, he didn't care if I drank or smoked weed, but I was too scandalous. And he came to my house. I, I told him I quit on a Thursday. He came to my house on a Friday. I was loaded. And then I walked in a dope. I knew I was in trouble, but I walked into a dope house later. And two guys from his neighborhood, they're, they're cholos. Yeah, Two guys from his neighborhood just beat the fuck out of me. And, like, I mean, I touched every wall of the living room. They robbed me. I got everything handed back to me. And then he showed up. Your buddy. Yeah, he goes, you ready to go into a program? So this is the his intro. That was my intervention. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all, all fucked up, like fucked up lip, loose out. teeth and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I went there, and I guess the end of '98, and then I was just like, I, it, it, that's a very easy place for me because I'm used to doing time and stuff. You know, right? Like there's a regiment, so it's yeah, sure. really easy if you've been doing time. It's an ideal place. Yeah, you know, and it and it worked. It worked because it was like we were talking about earlier. Like I've always got on with you and out, people that laugh a lot, I get on good with. Yeah. I, I fucking stay dummy free. I don't fuck with anybody who's miserable or complaining about fucking all right. shit all the time. Because yeah. I know where that's going to end up and I don't want to be like that. You yeah. Know? Right. I mean, where I, does that end up? Loaded. Oh, you know, oh, I, think. Right. I see what you're saying. I mean, for me, it usually ends up back in prison, but.
0: Right. So you're saying that that mindset of like, you know, I'm fucked or fuck yeah. that guy. Like if you don't, process the resentments or work the yeah. steps enough to where you, you you can't get out from under that shit you got no options at some point
2: for sure yeah, and yeah i think yeah. if you're not helping other people i think you're fucked yeah yeah you know that's just what i've seen yeah you know
0: yeah and but that's practical stuff yeah it's simple stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you were never that guy really in recovery
2: no, no no i mean i'll do anything for anybody i can to help yeah. them get right off drugs or alcohol anybody but you no. learned early on that that is the ticket to yeah. staying sober. Yeah, and I think it's a fairly easy one. You know, I mean, I've, you know, I've like you all, I'm sure you have too. We always have friends who like it's a cult. I'm like that's a cheap fucking cult. You know, I mean, the, I mean? the like,
0: best one I heard was that uh some guy uh, he told his sponsor that that he was being brainwashed <laughs> and and his sponsor <laughs> says, "Well, maybe your brain needs washing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: that's fucking true though it's it like, is true you hear shit from new dudes like that like there's these who cares the up
0: thing is it's like it is such what i've learned over time is that you know all that shit is really just excuses mm-hmm. that, that when people say that's a disease talking it clearly is it's like yeah. fine you're right it's a cult that costs no money at all and yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want it yeah you know
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah okay yeah, you're right yeah maybe you should find something else well also because they're like it's those dudes you know like you hear like the dudes who are like that you're like and you know you're like fuck man two weeks ago you were sucking dicks for cocaine you know what i mean yeah, like now, now you're mad that you're in a cult yeah <laughs> of sober
0: people because exactly. they pray at the end it's like <laughs> i never but the fucked up thing the people that really survive it like if they're not too belligerent you know like I, I fought. it's like i know there's a lot of things in the program i don't do yeah and you know and i fight it and i push back and i you know and, and i get you know for years i was just like fuck this i don't want to do this but, but you also realize eventually it's like well the shit here I can use yeah. that's the best advice take what you can use leave the rest right yeah and that's that yeah. you know you can't work it perfectly or whatever and you know what the fucked up thing is it doesn't work for most people yeah you know that's, most
2: you're right about and that that's just,
0: like that's just the, like it, there's no myth to it and, I, and someone called me out on that Recently in that, like, you should say that there's other ways to get sober. I don't care how you get sober. This just happened. I just went old school, you know, and and, and and that's just the way it worked out for me. But there's other ways to do it. Yeah. But the success rate on any of them, who knows long term? A lot yeah. of people come into AA and they realize that they were just, you know, they, that they just had a problem for a while. Fucking lucky them. Yeah, you know, but I, I'm just not that way because if I think about it now, it's like there's no reason not to just keep doing whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's like, why would I start that yeah. if I wasn't
2: going to finish? It's still available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, cause, right, when you think like that people, well, people like you and I, it's like, you know, like if something running out, that's not enough reason to stop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there not. is no more. Well, hold on. <laughs> there's
0: there's got to be some more yeah, somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or a new thing? Is there a new thing? Is there anything like it? Something similar? Some guy has. Yeah. All right. So how does it? So you know, you're sober, and I see you for years, and you obviously you're doing the service and doing everything else. But how how do you get from from a <laughs> prison pri- to yeah to wardrobe? <laughs> to like when I costumes. heard you were a wardrobe yeah. guy, I'm like, what? I don't know that guy at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah like... And then I started to notice,
2: like, he does dress pretty snappy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking. I, you know, I started as a production assistant, which you can imagine. Like, I mean, in uh, coming where I'm from, you know, if you're from Covina, like I made 175 bucks a day on yeah. a flat, on a flat. Yeah. So, like, no overtime. This is in '99 or whatever, 2000. But I was also fresh in the program, so I was doing anything, right. whatever's in front of. And me
0: And you just like someone you met someone in show business, and they told you this is a gig that's there you can yeah. do. Right. My
2: friend's sister produced commercials oh, okay. or, or you know music yeah. videos. I started doing that. And then I'm like, and I've always been into, cl- well number one, like in the 80s I was a punker so I did a lot of thrift shop. And then when I was doing speed, I like to, s- I've, I've spent more than eight hours at a single yard sale before. So I know, <laughs> literally, I'm not. So you were the guy that the people who owned the house were in the house going like, what's he doing? Can we get him to- dude, one time we, fuck so, we pull up at this house, it's yeah. a Thursday. Yeah. The best I can explain it to you is. It was a yard sale? It was a yard sale, yeah. but on a Thursday. Yeah. And literally, we pulled up in front of it, me and my friend Simone, and I, I, Mark, I, sw- on my mother's eyes, I literally pulled up in front of there. I'm sweaty and high and shit, and I go, I literally was like, I am the luckiest man in the world because this is a Thursday yard sale. <laughs> Nobody knows about it. I'm the only one here. <laughs> and they get out, and I start walk up. It's an old lady and like a little girl who's probably like ten. They're just sitting there chatting. Yeah. Start buying shit, and I mean, I am fucking sweaty and high, and I look. <laughs> And in the back, I'm always looking for like old Hawaiian shirts and shit. Yeah. I look in the back of the garage, and there's a purlator hat, like on a vice, right? An old vice, probably yeah. from the fifties. Yeah. And I look, and she, the old lady had told me she sold the house, and I go, her husband had passed away. I go, yeah. well, what, what about his vice? And she goes, I don't know. They'll probably just tear it down. I go, what? And she goes, they'll tear. I go, they can't fucking have his vice. I just got in that thing. Yeah. I buy like two pairs of pliers from her that are probably from the sixties. Yeah two pairs of pliers and dude I went back in that garage and I was there for six hours <laughs> fucking with everything I had taking that vase off with not even a wrench two the pairs vice, of pliers yeah. my friend somebody's like can I take the car I'm like go ahead dude yeah. he he was gone yeah. I had to page him to come back and I got the whole vice off and just gave it to her and left she was probably like what the fuck is wrong there's just sweat and sawdust everywhere you know yeah. and you thought you'd like you're know, like I helped her out yeah <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was like look what I did for you isn't she lucky <laughs> yeah I was like fuck she's so lucky I came here you didn't even take the vice no I bought the shirt off a of dude's back in a yard so another time <sighs> so you so you were kind of that was your thing yeah you you like shopping for stuff yeah I like costumes and so stuff. so
0: you started as a PA and then how then you were wardrobe PA
2: I, I was a wardrobe PA and then I I became a you know like a uh, a costume like a wardrobe assistant for probably two years and then I became a you know costume designer and a yeah. stylist about probably about a year later but also it's like a lot of the principles I, i'm just like i don't complain i'll do whatever they ask you know what i mean yeah. and um when i was an assistant i think i had a big advantage because it's not that many straight dudes who want to do it yeah and you know like if you're doing something with armor and shit like you can carry a lot of that right shit. so i worked all the time and then um and then it, it uh then i became the boss and i've been doing that for by seventeen years, I guess now.
0: You're in the union. Yeah, and yeah. It's great. It's great. You're always working. Yeah, I work a lot. Yeah,
2: I work more than most. What
0: gets you excited? Um, what, when you have to do a production, like what do you what do you sort of like? Oh, this is going to be fun to buy period, clothes for period clothes. Yeah? Only, yeah, which period?
2: Uh, any
0: of them? Sixties. Oh 70s? yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't mind doing like. Twenties and thirties, but they're not as exciting as like the sixties and seventies so and when early
0: eighties. Well when you get that stuff, are there just like are there places that have that shit? You just rent most of it or how does
2: it work? Yeah, we rent uh well, like there's a there's a place in the va there's a place in the valley that has a great like western and yeah. period and then what we- western costume itself, uh there's Western costume United America and they have like all this vintage stuff, but I think like, you know, when you were in The Joker, because I know Mark Bridges did that who was pretty phenomenal. Oh, it was in Brooklyn. Oh, was it in Brooklyn? Yeah. But I feel like he might have made all your guys' stuff. Oh yeah, I think so. Like, is he a big dude? Yeah, yeah. I met that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's but- a sweet guy with a
0: beard. I think. Or- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: he's a good guy. Yeah, he's very thoughtful. But I, like in that case, I think he made all your guys. stuff. Oh, he
0: did. Well, because you know, you're. It's like I don't know. I tried on a couple of suits. Maybe not for my part. You know, maybe for the leads. Yeah. But, but I remember there was a couple of options, and you, you know, they. I, I don't know. I didn't get the feeling that. He made them. He definitely made the
2: Joker, sure. obviously. Yeah. That one. And but I don't I just assumed he did because it's right. it shot in Brooklyn. There's not a lot of stuff to rent in New York. I mean, you can rent it from here. Maybe he did that mm. and took it out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. remember there was a few options and they seemed like fairly classic stuff. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's yeah. a lot of it around. That period, I would think. What was not that? for um fat dudes though. You know, are real big guys, like yeah, if you're yeah. like six five or something, Right. Real, there's not much at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? For big and then you just gotta get it made. You have to make it, yeah.
0: So you want just do you like staying in commercials? Do you want to do features or what? I want to do features and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I, how do you I, get into that thing?
2: Uh, just I think somebody that you know you're doing a commercial with is ideally doing. You know what I mean? He goes on to make a feature. And yeah. So I like working with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, my buddy does like A bunch of TV You know uh, Jody He does like Eastbound and Down And all that and Oh yeah, yeah I think I'm gonna go do something with him He's great You know Oh yeah
0: That's uh, Those guys are fun
2: They're fucking great Yeah
0: Well I'm glad that we've uh, You know our hobbies are different
2: Now <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we're I think we're better off well, I'm glad. So the so the podcast is just sort of a
2: what is it? You just you like doing it? Well, we you know we're we're always telling stories. I mean, you and I have told sure. stories. i you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. And I love story. And I also because I hear shit. And all it the sounds time. like it sounds like the, the it's like demon fellowship. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, but I also like that it's like it you know of everybody like everybody we've had on and everything. Everybody has a story, and they're pretty funny. There's a great one you got to listen to with Blackie from. Urge Overkill. Did you hear that one? No. You got to listen to that one. It's the drummer from Urge Overkill. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. I,
0: yeah, I but he remember.
2: told this fucking pretty heavy ghost story that's in, insane, and um, I moved a chair
0: with my mind on blow.
2: No way. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure. It's a lot of energy coming off of me.
2: I, I remember remembering it, dude. That's amazing. Oh. He, they went to Stull, Kansas. Yeah, which is with the band with urge uh, yeah. yeah well yeah. it was like them and they were touring with nirvana they were opening for nirvana yeah yeah and they were playing in like fuck i can't remember some big town in kansas but they, it was halloween so they decided to go out there yeah and dude he said it was just it was like a fucking twilight zone movie like the fucking towns people were staring at him and shit and i bet the van move all this crazy yeah, shit yeah. but um uh so I, I like doing it because I also think, I'm hoping, I mean, I hope people get get a laugh out of it, but I also hope people fucking, it's a deterrent for, you know, because like me and Danny, like a lot of us, you know, ended up in jail a lot of times behind it. And, yeah. it, you know, it's like, most of the people that I've been in prison with that are doing life in prison, most of them are fucked up when they do something to get life in prison. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some guy's hammered and walks in a house and kills everybody. Or yeah. drunk driving and kills, you know, kills yeah. somebody doing that. It's almost always alcohol you yeah
0: know? wow well yeah well i hope that's the way it works you yeah know? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't make it sound too fun
2: yeah I, well <laughs> it's funny now it wasn't that fun at the time you know i realized like i'm like there's a lot i'm sure the same for you a lot of years it wasn't that fun you know i don't know man like it's it just i just remember one
0: time like i was I was in that hotel room here, and I was taking—I think I was on some sort of antidepressant. I think I was on Wellbutrin or something. Ooh. And and I was doing blow, and like you know, like I was laying in the bed, and there was no way I was sleeping. And I'd taken a few Ambien to try to get to sleep, and my 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 arm started doing that like CP thing, like the palsy thing. Like it started, like it started curling in, and I couldn't uncurl it. Uh-huh. And there's that moment where you're like, oh, I'm just gonna ride this out. <laughs> you know, like. But that, there's because you're a doctor yeah there's <laughs> nothing fun about like i hope this doesn't stick yeah you know like in just those moments where you're laying in bed you know and you're alone and you're just about to just die yeah it's the fucking
2: it's horrendous and that's like most of it that's the majority of it yeah it's not like i that's what i always say it was fun in the beginning but when you end up with shit like that you yeah. know when you think that like I mean, there's no fucking way you or I should give ourselves or anyone else medical advice. No. And you look at your arm, which could have, yeah. I would have thought. Know. I was
0: having a seizure or yeah, something. Yeah, or a stroke or, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And like, uh, but it's—but that's where, you know, you get where you think like, oh, I'll be okay.
0: Oh, uh, let's be grateful for a minute. Yeah. That we're not living <laughs> that life anymore. So it's called uh, It's uh, it's All Bad. It's All Bad, and, yeah. And uh, well, I'm glad you survived. It was great talking to you and thanks for doing it and, you know, People will maybe go listen to the the
2: pirates laughing. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Yeah, buddy. It was awesome. Thank you. There
0: you go. Keith's podcast. It's all bad. You can get it wherever you get podcasts. All right. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Okay. That was a different time. It was a different time when I started this, this episode. Remember back then? About 20 minutes ago. It's a different time man. Boomer lives.